Hollywood, it's Come Hail Away, the Redskins Away Game Podcast. The podcast that believes, thank God it's a short week and I don't have to think about that last week. I'm Matt. I'm Lonnie Finley. And I'm Chief Margallo. And my girlfriend invited me to come over on Thanksgiving, but all I'm going to do is watch the game in the corner of her house. Are you, uh, let's let's go into that real quick before we go into the rest. Uh, real quick there, Margallo, is it just you and your girlfriend? Uh, and her mom and, and, and her grandmother. Oh, it's the whole family. Yeah, it's going to be the whole family, but I'm just going to hide in a corner and just watch the game for three hours. I told her, I told her, I was like, hey, I'm just going to need like three hours just off to the side by myself. And if you hear me screaming or yelling, just ignore it. And she's like, cool, as long as you're here. I was like, all right, cool. What do you, and, and the game's at what, five, our time? Yeah, it's, a, it's the late game, so it'd be... Yeah. Uh, I think it's it's five, yeah. Yeah, it's a bastard, right? It's right it's right when people want to serve Thanksgiving. And that's just total bullshit. Um what about what about you, Lonnie? Five what are you, you up to? Um I couple options. I could either um head to a Friendsgiving kind of thing, which might be a possibility. Might be a better chance to actually watch football, but I don't know who these people are. That you know, it's one of those things you go to the party and no one. People are like, yeah, we like football, but you turn it on, you realize no one's watching it. They're talking during it, and you're wearing like your Redskins hat, and someone's like, hey, so what are you doing? You're like, get the fuck out of my face! I'm watching football. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm the asshole right now because I want to watch football during. They're playing it. It's Thanksgiving, but, you know. So I'm, <laughs> I'm either going to be at that party where I'm hoping I'm going to be able to watch it, or go to my guy kids. And that's just going to be no chance I can watch football there. I mean, just, there's no way they're going to be TV on for three hours and two kids are not going to oh, be yelling no at something. Way. And it's just Absolutely. not going to, it's just, so it's like, part of me wants to just like watch the whole game and then just like go over someone's later and be like, eat some leftovers, talk to them, have some drinks. I like, absolutely consider just stuff. not doing anything. Cause I was like, I might just want to like stay in my room and just watch this. Um, yeah, you know, do so, we all, who, who, yeah. do we, do we all just fake an injury and come to my house and I won't go to San Francisco? How about that? I'm, I'll, not I'll, be a part I'm feeling of a little bit problem. sick. Well, <laughs> I, this I, I don't a, want to be a part of that. Will, and then that goes on, you know, Heather's mad at me now. No, that's true. Right. I, I like how everyone's afraid of my wife. Everyone's like, uh, yeah. No, I'm not afraid of your wife. I just don't want to, like, you. if you want to do something that you're probably going to in trouble for, which is more likely, I, I want that to solely be you. I don't want to be involved with that. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You should, you, you should be afraid of my wife. She's scary as hell. Um, and that goes to me. I'm uh, I'm actually leaving this afternoon evening to drive up to San Francisco, Marin County, to watch with my in-laws, who don't give two shits and a fuck about football. Back to what you were saying about hanging out at somebody's house and they don't care. And and I'm already, and her mom, shout out to Carol. Doesn't care about football, but is one of those people who will root against your team 
just because she it's she thinks it's funny when it's not funny, especially when they're losing. When uh, a year ago or so, when we played on Cowboys on Thanksgiving, she was like, "Go Cowboys!" and I'm like, "Oh, that turkey knife look is so good right now to stab me in your throat." Ooh, mm, mm, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. But man, she um, and she doesn't care. She doesn't care about football. Doesn't care about the Redskins. But we'll just do it just because she's like, <laughs> isn't that funny? The Redskins are losing. Yeah, Carol, I really care about this. <laughs> That's funny that you care. I'm going to make fun of it. That sounds okay. awful. That's awful. Yeah. I want people like right. that to be like, just just go away. I mean, it's a good thing you didn't kill her because, uh, you know, we probably wouldn't have a podcast now. Right. You know, you'd kill somebody. I mean, maybe we would have. I don't know. But like, Killing just better than you didn't. That, ha- that attitude right there was just like, I'm going to root all that I'm allowed to make flex. Exactly. Uh, I will. Can I share Can I share one for- story before we get into it? How my wife came yeah. in. Uh, I'm a hardcore Redskins fan. I feel like we already know this one. But, yes, maybe the people at home don't. Yeah, the people at home don't. So I want to share it with the people at home. Um, my wife and I got into a fight the year RG3's first year during that beautiful run of six games. He's polarizing. And, that makes sense. Right. But it was right when we were, you know, we came off a win. We obviously needed to go on a run. We were playing the Eagles on Thanksgiving, and I was hosting it at my house. And uh, we got in a big fight maybe an hour before the game. We're fighting. We're arguing. We're bickering back and forth, as you do. We were dating at the time. And I was like, okay, the game's on right now. She was like, I get it. Maybe like 10 minutes into the game, as sometimes in relationships this happens, she brings back up the fight. Like, everything was calm for about 10 to 15 minutes because she was like, I get it, you want to watch the game. She brings back up the fight, starts fighting with me again. I was like, no. I literally went in my bedroom, locked the door. I have a sliding glass door that you can also get in the bedroom. Locked that door, pulled the shades, and would not leave the room until the game was over. Because nice. I, I straight up... This sounds, my, this sounds like my exact plan for Thursday. This sounds like my exact... It's, it sounds like everything that's going to happen on Thursday. Well, I told her, I said, look, we can fight about this when the game's over. I'm more than happy to fight about this. I've already apologized. Everything's all good. But even if that doesn't even work for you, just give me peace and quiet until this game's over. She just couldn't do that. So uh, I had, And I had something like 25, 30 people in my house, and I was like, I don't give a shit. I'm locking myself in this room and not coming out until the game's over. People are knocking on the door. Hey, man, can I talk to you? Can we, can we settle this fight? No. We're not settling shit until the game's over. I refused. So, yeah. That's, uh, that's the story. So, when in doubt... Wait, wait. Find- wasn't that the story about how your wife became a Redskins fan? What, is that what that story was? No, it's the story of how she found out I'm so hardcore into the Redskins. Oh. Uh, okay. I'm like, yeah, because that well, definitely I seems like that's room. the more of the story. No, the moral of the story is I'm so hardcore, I will lock myself in a room. I don't care if I have 30, 40 people in my house. I'll lock myself in a, in a room until the game is over if you do not give me peace and quiet during the game. Well, that's noted, if you that's remember awesome. this family. You're not in the game. But now she's a, a, a big supporter of you and your fandom. Yes, well, she's a diehard Redskins fan yeah. herself no. Yeah, so, she goes with you to the bar. She's got her she's got her jerseys and such. It's great. She won't get in your face until after. She's grooming her own female only Redskins podcast. It's it's it could be a thing. 
Um, but moving right along, so fully on with that, but yeah, yeah. Well, she depends on how drunk she is. Is depends on how on board she is with it. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) So I just got to keep her liquored up all the time. Uh, But nevertheless, uh, this last game. Ugh. From the heights of what I would almost say is perfection to the uh, to the depths of despair, what uh, what are we taking away from this game, Chief Morgallo? Uh, this team is just so inconsistent, and in- inconsistent within a, a single game. Just like you said, like they had this amazing first half of the game where, you know, they're they're putting up points against the saints and they're actually holding them down all the way until the end when they had them down by 15. And then it, it just kind of, it just kind of unraveled at the end. Um, I, I think specifically on defense, I know a lot of people out there are thinking, Oh maybe you know, Kirk's a lot of the issue, but I, I feel like Kirk was pretty much a baller on Sunday and, there was a, I think there was an error or two towards the end, but you know, that was all long before the defense gave up, you know, two touchdowns to freaking Drew Brees. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Oh, go ahead. And so we should point out there that, that, that it is freaking Drew Brees. Drew it's freaking Drew Brees. Like, Absolutely. Like, you know what? Whatever we want Kirk to be, he's not Drew Brees. Drew Brees is like one of like, I mean, he's just like like I 100% understand that too because you know, but it's just it's like two scores in just that amount of time. It's like couldn't even get a stop in there. I don't know. It was it was a little little rough and to watch it all come together, crashing down. We did get a stop. We got a call. We got a face the hands to the face penalty. A oh god, BS hands to the face penalty that was happening. So we got the interception. We got the stop. (laughs) <laughs> you know, we were driving on the field, and they said, they "Poor Kendall, bullshit." Poor Kendall Fuller. Um, they threw that bullshit. Uh, uh, what was it called? He threw on um, Kirk. They threw the, oh, intentional uh, grounding. The intentional grounding. <laughs> yeah. They later said wasn't wasn't. The, the, yeah, the that NFL was actually, that was said wasn't actual re- call. Retracted right. by and the NFL. So we right. did use it. We did. <laughs> so you know what I'm saying? So like, yeah, it was definitely in just, the in the palm of our hands and. Just all those all those circumstances really just ripped it completely out and and then that that uh although you know what I'll, I'll put this on Kirk that that uh that drive in in overtime was a little rough although I feel like Vernon Davis and Jason Crowder both kind of ha- had chances to get those balls though yeah so oh, yeah. right like is that on Kirk or is that on those guys it, maybe it's a little bit of both I think right that that last drive on in yeah, overtime. On them, it's like them dropping passes. Like that's a first down. You know, what I mean, that's Ryan Davis dropped the first down pass. Either way, it's like there were opportunities for us to have won this game, and there were times when we actually did already win the game. You know, and it's just like well, the game was won. This game the game was won, and this may be this may be. Uh, you know, I don't really love blaming play calls just because. You know, I always feel like the players should just execute. You know, but you know, running on that. Uh, third and one to pretty much lock lock the game. I don't know, man. Like, you got to do everything you can to to just get the first down, right? Right. Yeah. Why didn't roll them out? Roll them out. You know, quarterbacks. 
quarterback sneak. Quarterback, quarterback sneak. sneak. What, what was the distance? Third and one? Third and short? Yeah, yeah it was third and one. It was obvious. Sneak, you give them it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? The quarterback sneak means now they got to review it. they got to look at it. If we're just running around, we know we didn't get that. You know what I'm saying? Even well, resorting to a pass, which we've been passing all day. You know, I know we didn't have Chris Thompson, but, you know, there's some outs there. Samaj Piran can catch, but, you know, maybe I wouldn't want Samaj Piran catching. I don't know. That's tough, right? You roll out. Okay. Samaj didn't jump anyway. Let me go here. You obviously roll out. You throw a couple tight ends out there. That way he at least kind of – pump fake to them so that you keep those linemen off them, they're covering the tight ends, and boom, he runs for a first down, no problem. It's just that simple. I, 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 I baffle at the play calling, and especially more importantly, if you were going to do that power run, why are you running to the right side? Why aren't you running over to Trent? Why aren't you running over the strong side? You're running to the weak side where we're all banged up. It's, it's, it's baffling. Yeah, I, I don't know. It's it's I it's mean, so difficult. Well, let's let's go. Over took, some, you know what? Know. The thing is that there was a timeout right before that too, Matt. So yeah. they had time to really like stew on it. They took a timeout before that, and they they thought that you know because weren't the first two plays before that runs to Samaje? I think they were. Yeah. So th- they're already set up for a, p- a little, like, short play action. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, you know, they could even get away with, like, a, a read option keeper. You know what I mean? Well, the funny part is that's what they did uh, earlier in the game. They uh, were backed up a little bit. And they had run Stamaje a couple of times. And then what did they do on the next drive? They faked it. They did the play yeah. action. And they completed it for a huge pass. So you would have thought, okay, this worked last time. Let's just do it again. We've been running Samaja here. Great. We'll just pretend like we're going to run him one more time, and then we'll go for the, the play action. Right. It just – it's baffling. But – um, Wait, wait. But we got – let me say this. We got two, three touchdowns off of play action. The one to Chris Thompson, I believe, was play action. The one to Ryan Grant was all alone. You know, the, the one where we had uh, – Sprinkle, you know, what I mean, all, all these we did a little bit of trickery beforehand, and those were like wide open throws. And then perfect situation is happening right there at the end of the game. Chance to do that again, that they haven't been stopped us the entire game, and we just run right into them. It's like, what? But you know, mm-hmm. beyond that, I think it's just like this game, it almost feels like NFL wants the Saints to keep going. <laughs> they don't want us to keep going, and I know it's not just like, okay, let me just make a conspiracy theory here. But like, I'm a fan. I can do that. I can make conspiracy theories. That's what I can do. This is I love that. Yeah, you know, I love that. I'm, this is my show. I can I can do this. We can do whatever we want. And part of me is like, look, the Saints and some of those calls that were happening, and that whole like, you know, when you, we have a pass and it's a, uh, um, an intentional grounding call, and everyone's like, wait, is that that's not intentional? That's not what that actually is. We're all watching this, being like, wait. Uh, that doesn't make sense. Wait a second. Oh, hold up. And then we just go to the next play. It's like, are you kidding me right now? What's going on here? So it's like stuff like that where I feel like let's extend this game. Let's give them opportunities. Let's throw in these penalties that we're not calling at one point in the game. They're going to call another point in the game. 
And sometimes it just becomes kind of frustrating to watch it. You watch your team mess up, but then you're also watching things. You're like, okay, this is also just going against us. And then we keep getting these bad referee calls where we've had three games, I think at least, where afterwards they said, call at the end of the game. The beginning game, the Eagles, and they're saying the calls that the referees are making are coming in the bad outcome for the Redskins when we need it most. Like, we're having that in these games. And I'm like, we just are overlooking this because it's like, oh, which is referees. That's, that's game losses for us. That's losses for us. It's like three losses for us that we're adding to this because stupid referee stuff. So we're not talking enough right. about that. I'm really like, I know the referees, whatever. We can say whatever we want about the team. And yes, I know all those things. But when you are doing the things you're supposed to be doing and those things are setting you back and they're saying, oh, 10 second runoff. Like, what the fuck? What? Great timing for that. Cool. Sure. I mean, every time I ever see a, uh, uh, a intentional routing call it never looks like that where he's you know and and it really was just a route mess up so when you ha- you come out afterwards and you say uh, uh this is not a intentional routing call mm-hmm. the league says this it's really kind of frustrating to be like okay cool well that could have put us in a position to get a field goal granted we should have had two other field goals already however it doesn't help when referees are just like pulling it out of you a little bit but fuck the referees i, I, I... Yeah, and, and even going to that, I don't know if there's a way to fix that in the NFL because this is not basketball, this is not baseball, this is not some other sport. There's only 16 games in a season. Three bad referee calls costing us three games that we should have won. I mean, that's huge. The refs matter so much more in the NFL than they do in any other sport. And I think prior in the season, we talked about this once uh, before, of – and it, I don't know if refs should get report cards, if they should, you know, find them, overturn something. You know, I, I, I don't know what the solution is to this, to somehow make it even that you cost us three games this season. But there's got to be something. It can't just be in a bubble of, oh, oh my bad. <laughs> I know you play so few games this season, but and we cost you three of them. But uh, I really want to apologize about that. Uh, mea copa, mea copa, and then just move on. You know, there's got to be something more to it than that. Your yeah. thoughts on that? I mean, I, I think that it's 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 very they they kind of are doing that, and but they're, they're slowly moving to like it's like uh, policing themselves properly, and and they should have some sort of accountability. At the, I mean, they do at the end of the season. You know, there's referees; they have accountability to do this, but they don't do it in a way where we as fans. And as I'm sure as people who are team owners feel like um, is enough and is fast enough and is is accurate. And then we were told they're going to start looking at stuff in the uh, in the booths now. So they're going to take things over to New York and we won't even. And this guy really is just making the basic call. Right. And so it's going to be all done there. So now you're telling me that you guys have a better view of it and you've already been looking at it at a studio and you still make stupid calls. I'm confused about what's going on there too. So it was, what's what's the BS line? Because if we're supposed to, and then if you have also your commentators for the game, who are usually former football players or analysts, saying what the what everyone knows to be true, and then it still goes against that, it's very it's like it's almost like okay, well I guess we just go into the next play and just is not question this thing that just happened. Sure. It always um, feels like when they throw to like a, a Mike Pereira or any of those like any of like the former like officials. Like they never, like get it right. Yeah. But it always, it also always feels like whatever that person, that analyst says, like you're like, oh yeah, that seems totally right, and then it always goes against it. 
And I'm not even talking just Red yeah. games. I'm talking like I feel like every game I see. Yeah. Well, I think that's that's a normal human fallacy that you remember the ones that get wrong, but you don't remember yeah, the ones that get right. So right, I don't want to totally go on that tip, but I remember the ones that get right yeah. too. I'm, I want right. that tip. Where's that tip? <laughs> Let's get that tip. <laughs> Call me later, Miguel. I'll give it to you. All right. All right. Uh, moving right along to more positive things. Ooh, let's let's talk like, about some of the positive takeaways from this. You said it like Daft Punk just now. That was crazy. That was weird. Yeah. I don't, I yeah, don't like know what's going on over there. here. But let's, let's talk about the positives here real quick. So the emergence of, of Josh Doxson. Hell of a game from Doxson. What are you guys' thoughts on uh, him? Is this is this the new standard or, or is it just one game? I mean, I'm I'm I don't think it's a new standard because Josh Austin can play football, so I, I you know he's he's a football player and he can play football and that's fine. And the new standard, I guess, is to throwing the ball to him more. So I don't think he's doing anything different besides learning more, getting more into the flow of the game. Didn't play at all last year. Didn't play in the, really much in the preseason. Still getting healthy and getting back in the game finally getting into the number one position. So I would just expect more of this because it's just what's supposed to happen with players. Uh, it's, it's, uh, we kind of gotten to a point where we're like, it's just so quick to attack young players that aren't producing the way we want them to produce. And they're like, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to be a professional athlete playing with other professionals and figure out how to do this game right. So yeah, some people burst into the scene and do well, but then like, Look at A.J. Green. A.J. Green's having, like, some trouble this year, right? He's not clearly, you know, he dropped the pass and whatever. Julio Jones dropped passes. Some of these amazing players have these moments where they are not so amazing, you know. So I, I think we just let him build up, let him get, you know, where he needs to be. He don't have to worry about the throw up prior Josh Dawson thing. It's Josh Dawson. We got it. And then you find the number two, if it's going to be Maurice Harris or if it's going to be a, uh, a Ryan Grant or whoever it's going to be. Um, but yeah, like let Dawson do his thing and, you know, he's got to get better what he's got to get better at. He knows that, you know, just, I want to, I want to kind of like give him a little reprieve to be able to get good in the offense and realize that we have other issues too. So let's just try and keep these guys healthy and keep building his confidence up and first confidence with him. It's well, definitely not I, Terrell Pryor. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of believe that it's not even just so much about Dawson himself. It's that relationship with Cousins. On top of everything, what you're seeing is the trust between Doxon and Cousins. Because again, there were some 50-50 balls thrown up there. Doxon came down with last game. Um, just some beautiful passes that I don't think Kirk and maybe he's just kind of playing it safe. And that's been a concern of mine all season. He plays a little too safe this year. Um, he's finally getting to the point where he's like, okay, I get it. He's not just Sean. He's not a burner. He's a 50-50 guy. I got to give him a shot here and there, you know, I feel it. Okay. Let me go for it. And, and that's, what's changing is the, their relationship is what's improving. Yeah. That's what's leading to this, the, the success we saw last game. Cause I mean, God bless. This is one of the first games I've seen in a long time that Kirk <clears throat> had as many passes over 20 yards that he used to have, you know, a season or two ago. Yeah. Which do And, uh, you know, also, I mean, just not, I don't want to just like, Dotson did great, but like, there's a lot of guys, you know, Sammy JP Ryan, you know, he did great. Two touchdowns, 117. Uh, Jeremy Sprinkle, great play, great catch. You know what I mean? Ryan Grant, you know, I mean, there's a lot of guys who stepped up. Crowder stepped up. A lot of people look good in this game. 
and on offense. And it, it kind of, I said this during the game when I was watching to a few people, I was like, what stand, stood out to me from this is that, you know what? You probably should just, like, if we just break this down, you probably should just give Kirk whatever money he needs to keep him here because it shows me you can kind of put whoever around him as long as you're, like, building the O-line. Offensively, you can put whoever around him. I mean, I know that you got to figure things out defensively, but, like, you know, he, he can work with whatever. Kirk can work with whatever. And really, it's people getting on page with him and getting them get on the same page. But I feel like he showed me that he can do whatever he has to do to kind of get the game done. And... It's it's other things that add to this too. It's not just you can you can see in these wins and these losses sometimes that like he will put us in a position to win and then things happen. Minnesota game he puts us in a position to win. This game he puts us in a position to win. You know what I mean? He occasionally does these things where he throws interceptions at timely met times. And that is a flaw of his that he's done throughout his career. This year, last year, first, he's always done that. And so he did it this game, and then the guy just dropped the ball. Um, mm-hmm. And that was karma because they went to go take that stupid picture afterwards, which I'm just getting tired mm-hmm. of some of those celebrations. That and that Minnesota Vikings Greek boy school leapfrog. I'm going to say it's leapfrog. It could have been a, a sexual thing, and I'm cool with that. That's what they want to present. Sure, LGBTQ, great. But, like, you know, it was inappropriate to do some kind of thing like that with all those kids watching. It's cold in um, Minnesota. they got to stay together. <laughs> no, I know what they were. They were like, you know what, guys, we're we do this every day anyway. But why don't we just do it on the field without uniforms on this time? So, yeah. Um, but you know what? It's uh, it's a lot of uh, it's a lot of good that came from the game offensively, and we are still in the position of figuring out what's going on with this team. But also, you know, we've won some games. We've got the Giants coming up right now, and so it's like. Uh, well, well- Let's, no. let's take a quick pause on uh, one of our favorite players to talk about, Samaj Previne. You were you? I was getting there, Lonnie. I just hadn't gotten there yet. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just thinking about time, moving time along. Yeah, I mean, but he deserves his own moment here because man, he had a hell of a breakout game for the first time as a Washington Redskin. He he showed up. He did a hundred what a hundred something yards and a touchdown. I mean, that was beautiful. That was nice to see out of him. Sheep, were you saying something there? Oh, uh. Some ways, Gemji. Uh, sorry. It it came through a little. Yeah, he finally found the Shire and uh, he looked pretty good. And uh, I honestly had doubted him all season long of if he was ever going to put a game together like that. Like I said, it was just nice to see the guy like, oh, that's why we drafted you. Oh, look at you go. Just an uh, idea of his stats here. 23 attempts, uh, 117 yards. He averaged 5.1 yards. Had one touchdown and one reception. So, he has a couple more games like that. Maybe we found a a running back, you know? Quite possibly. I mean, maybe. It's hard to tell with that 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 position and the way we use that position and the um, consistency to keep with that position because, you know, Rob Kelly looked good last year, right? Didn't he? Yeah. Right. And we thought that. So whatever. So I'm, I'm a wait and see approach with the running backs. And um, I want to I want to kind of move that to uh, going into saying the special like uh, come hell away. Thank you to Chris Thompson for your uh, work this season and what you've done for the team. And um, glad we signed you. You're an amazing player and a great guy. Really doing some good things. Uh, Chris Thompson, if, if you don't know by this point, it's confusing to me why he wouldn't. But Chris Thompson is out with an ankle injury. Uh, he's had surgery. Uh, blocking on that play where uh, Kirk got blown up. 
Um, and uh, yeah, man, uh, thoughts on Chris Thompson. Anybody have any thoughts on Chris Thompson? Because uh, oh, you know, what? let me say this. My I'm going to say my favorite Chris Thompson play. Uh, my favorite Chris Thompson play would uh, probably be I want to say it was like game three or four, and he kind of like snuck down the left sideline on like a screen pass, and it was just like he was a bullet. Maybe in the Chiefs game. No, the Raiders game. Sorry, Raiders game when we were like crushing him. He just was like a bullet down the left sideline. And uh, yeah, so anyway, Chris Thompson, sad you're on. But uh, yeah. Yeah, he will be missed this season. Um, speaking of, they also shut down Long, Pryor, and Laval. Out of those three, who are we going to miss the most? Uh, I think we're going to be missing Long because now we have. Chase Rullier and Ty Inseki in. Although I just read that Chase Rullier's hand is broken too, so they might be bringing someone in to play center. Jesus. Yeah, so. Yeah, I mean, we got injuries. We got a lot of injuries. We got injuries. Uh, also, Terrell Pryor is done for this season as well. And people can take shots at Terrell Pryor, and it's just kind of like, why? Why would we take shots at Terrell Pryor? Why? why? Like, I just don't understand that. Look, if from what it's been said, Gruden said that he's been playing on this injured ankle the entire time and hasn't really been able to be up at full speed. So when he went to ask him evaluation, he could be doing this because he hasn't worked chan- her chances other places, or he, you know, just honestly doesn't know. But he's like, it's hard for me to evaluate him when he hasn't been at full strength. And that's the same thing I'm going to say as a fan. It's hard for me to evaluate somebody who was running at a four or whatever speed, and then we clearly never saw him run that fast. We never saw him run as fast as he was like running when practice and stuff like that last year. So it's like um, I'm gonna say the jury's out on Terrell Pryor for me. Uh, I'm I'm totally willing to have him back at some kind of like deal or price, whatever, figure it out or not. Yeah, but you know, that's my take. Yeah, um, I would go with Long as well as who we're gonna miss the most. Just. I I don't know if he. No, we're not gonna miss Terrell Pryor. Was that what you I was saying? We're gonna miss Terrell Pryor. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna miss Pryor. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not concerned about Pryor. I think the offense will function fine without him. I mean, I'm not saying yeah, like give up on him. That I wasn't. I'm not. I'm not even talking about his offensive thing. I was. I wasn't even talking about his impact on the team. I'm just saying as a general thing. His impact on oh, the team yeah. is because we already have receivers. That's not at all what I was addressing because. Obviously, an offensive lineman is going to have way more impact on the team, or a running back right. have way more team than a skilled wide receiver who's, you know, we have four or five wide receivers who clearly right fit in and have done more. Um, right. Yeah, Sean Powell is going to be that's a big loss for us, but we'll just play the next Manupski game. Mm-hmm. Going to have to. All we've been, yeah, it's going to be all, a. All we've been doing of, all season. Yeah. Yeah, we've been basically doing it all season. Um, I mean, I think that's but, the uh, biggest takeaway of this season is just the fact of <clears throat> I almost would wonder, do we have a good team that's been plagued by injury or are we still building? I'm not I'm not sure. I'm like, man, I that, think that's, tough to, that's tough to tell. But I think I think uh, I think I mean, the injuries really make a difference, right? Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell what you have going on, but like we've seen when we're at full strength what we are able to do. Um, and then we've seen what we have to do with that fill ins. You know, when the defense was missing all those players, and Josh Norman, when Josh Norman was out, it was the defense looked different. Now, granted, he's been in there and slipped bad too. So, but at, 
as he's been there in the Fed, we've also lost other guys. You know, lo- losing Jonathan Allen, that completely changed. Immediately, you can look at how the stats changed when, uh, with the run and stuff with Jonathan Allen missing. Um, you know, linebackers, like, it's just, it's just so many guys where it's, it's, it's hard to even evaluate it at this point. Stated. We know we are not going to be playing as well as we would play if we had the guys who are our starters, obviously. If we went and, and we, you know, worked plays around and we were you know, built the defense and offense for and have those guys be out and pulling guys who don't even know our scheme, but just, I mean, who know generally what our scheme is, and that's obviously not going to make us as good. <laughs> so, yeah. You know. I mean, just think about it. put Put in last week's offense production with, you know, the first, you know, second, third game of the year uh, defense. That defense, when everybody was healthy with this year's, uh, with that offense production, it could have been really something this season. Not saying the season's over yet, but you know. Well, I mean, if anything, it's like it's to say that the offense has been building, which they definitely were not on the same page because they just weren't. But the defense yeah. has kind of been the steady force, and now they're just starting to get injuries that are really just kind of catching, you know, hitting us too hard. Like you know, Monty Nicholson concussion. You know, like who? What? It's just for. It's hard to fill the team and to do things when you're just dealing with nonstop injuries. But you know. Enough of the injuries. We want to let's see if, uh, like you said, we have a short week. We don't have too much time. We have to sure, go on. Short pod. Um, yeah, moving on. Uh, let's just kind of jump right ahead and uh, quickly. Let's, uh, you know, like I, like we always say, we have everything mic'd up all over DC. Since we're away, that's the only way we get decent coverage. Uh, we actually kind of have a future thing. I don't know what the tech situation here is. Margallo kind of handles all the. Technology apparently has microphones in the future. It's amazing. I don't know. It's it. it's called a flux, um, it's called a flux capacitor. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, mic flux capacitor thingy majigger. Uh, and we're gonna listen to uh, Dan Snyder's uh, Thanksgiving table, uh, so we know what's going on tomorrow at his table. <laughs> well, I, uh, I just I just want to thank everybody. Uh, Happy Thanksgiving, and, and I'm super excited for everybody to be here at my table for uh, for Thanksgiving. And uh, I I just want to I want to go around the table and just everybody, what do you, what do you thank you for? Uh, Doug, go ahead. What what are you thankful for? First off, I want to uh, I wanted to say uh, this is Doug Williams, uh, former NFL quarterback, quarterback of the Redskins, Super Bowl winning quarterback, number seventeen. Uh, I'm I'm I first want to say that Mr. Snyder. Uh, Appreciate you having me here. Uh, it's been been a pleasure. My family is concerned because I was supposed to be eating Thanksgiving food with them. Uh, but uh, I have told them that uh, I pretty much need this job, so I'm gonna go eat with Mr. Mr. Snyder. So um, yeah, I guess I'm thankful that you have uh, forced me to be here for for Thanksgiving dinner with you, and I'm I'm thankful that uh, my family is uh, not upset anymore. Uh, that I'm not eating Thanksgiving dinner with them. So those are currently the things that I probably would say I'm most thankful for and to be employed by you under your tutelage. Well, uh, Doug, I, I've talked to you about this before. Your, your, your president or uh, whatever BS position I came up with for you, but you, you don't need to introduce yourself as a player for the team every time you walk in a room. We, 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 we talked about this. You know, you're, you're, you're not a player anymore. You're, 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 you're managing. Your management. 
Trust me, number 17, Doug Williams, doesn't understand his stern his status with the team and, 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 and with you, Mr. Snyder. Again, I'm thankful that you have me here uh, and that I'm able to uh, play for the team and bring hopefully another championship um, to this uh, great organization. I'm uh, very happy to be here, and uh, I, I, I think that I'm going to do some great things at this dinner table. Well, uh, Doug, uh, I, I'm sure you're going to do some great things at the dinner table, but again, uh, you're, you're managing now. You're, yes, I know I made you come here, and you're taking a few shots, and that's fine. I, I still trust your decision-making, and, you know, what Bruce says goes, so you don't really need to do a lot of thinking. So I'm sure I'm, this will just all work out. I was under the impression that we were all going to be taking shots. So I started drinking earlier and that was really more of a business decision. Um, I know that Scott was a bit of a shot, a shoot taker. And so I was figuring it at something that I could all, I just, I was trying to take over where he had essentially left off uh, by, by being the shoot taker at the table of dinner tonight. So I, Doug Williams is really happy to be here. Okay, Doug. Again, we we know who you are. You're one of our all time legends. Um, but but again, and we talked about this, and I I don't know. Maybe we gotta get you checked out. But we got rid of Scott because of the drinking. We didn't like the drinking. So don't don't keep the drinking part and and not do the other part. Do the other part, but not the drinking part. Do, do, do you get where I'm coming from? Um, Doug Williams is currently started eating. Okay, uh, Doug, and Doug we, gonna, didn't, uh, we didn't even... If we you didn't could just pass it, the... We're gonna go around the... Is it stuffing, or what is this? Like a <laughs> Wow. Okay, so... <laughs> Doug Williams, Weird. uh... Yeah, that's, that, was, that was a little strange. But, uh... It's just kind of like... Along. It's a little weird that, that that's what their relationship is. But anyway. Yeah, I, I, I it's don't It's weird get... that he, he forced Doug Williams to have Thanksgiving dinner with him, no? Uh, yeah, yeah, I guess it I guess it is weird. It's been, especially because apparently his family wasn't so cool about it. So Right. Do you get the feeling that uh Snyder doesn't have any friends and therefore he forces everybody to have Thanksgiving dinner with him? But doesn't that mean does that mean he has friends then? If you buy friends, are they still friends? Oh. I hope you're, you're you're someday find that out. Okay. Someday I'll be rich and powerful enough that I'll find out if buying friends are real friends. Sounds great to you, Payne. Um. <laughs> <laughs> same question goes for hope. But moving right along. So coming up again. Right, moving right game, along. Should we uh, feel good about that game? Are we are we finally is is that where we get right? Is that our get right? I'm not. Thing? I'm. I've, I've not worried the slightest about the Giants. I can't even. I'm trying to even think about how I would be able to be worried about them, and I'm not. Uh, so I think we should just come in there and just like smack them around. And I think defensively we should we should hurt them, um, get some turnovers, just crush them. I I, I just and, and I know it's going to be one of things where you're like, why the hell is Orleans Darkwar getting a 15 yard run or or who the hell is this guy getting the, you know, those op- those will probably happen in this game because we do have injuries, but I'm not worried at all about them. And I just really want to just get past this game and then get the next win after this one. I'm I, I'm that guy right now. I'm like predicting the, I, I wouldn't go 49 to nothing, but I'm going to be right there with 
Jeeting that. Well, let's have a little fun with it real quick. Uh, let's go for some predictions here. DJ Swearinger, uh, another pick this week, two picks the week before. Yes. How many picks does Swearinger have this week? He just gets one. It's fine. You just get one, Margallo? You get one. You okay. might tip one to another guy. I actually, I don't, think, I, I don't think Swearinger is going to get a, a pick this week. I think it's going to be maybe more of the the cornerbacks, Fuller, Breland, Norman maybe. Has even has Norman got an interception this year yet? I think DJ pick. tips one to Norman. I want to say he's had he'll get one of his own and he'll tip one. He'll get one yeah. of his own one to uh, Norman. That's what I happen. think. Yeah, I like, think one of those cornerbacks will get it. I also think it's going to be a pick six too. I think they'll run it back. Norman pick six sounds no. good. I like that. Yeah. Waringer almost had pick six uh, last week or two weeks ago. Um, well, I will actually go bold here and go DJ Swearinger, two picks, two picks to, uh, tomorrow. Uh, Norman one pick. And you always, always, always got to have Quentin Dunbar. I assume Quentin Dunbar's been healthy, right? I haven't seen him much, but I assume he's out there healthy. I think it's because Breland's uh, been playing. Right. But they put him in. They put him in. They activate him just to get a pick off of uh, off of, of old Eli Manning because they, they love each other. They're in a deep, intimate relationship. And, uh, yeah, he gets picked off him. So... That that's that's my call. We're going we're going four picks tomorrow. Um, four picks. Sure. Yep. Four picks. Anything uh anything sack wise? Uh, anybody anybody want to make a call on sacks? We were a little anemic last week. I don't want to make a call necessarily on sacks or even whatever. I just want to win the game. Like um, I just want to. I don't care. I want to look like the team that we should be looking like against the Giants. That's that's the best answer I can give. I want I I I, I don't, the details of it really are moot to me. It's more about coming out and looking like the team is supposed to, getting some touchdowns, running the ball, getting defensive stops, doing things that we should be doing, putting things together and being like, look, this is literally we're playing the Giants after we have two losses that we both we needed both of those. We're positioned right now where literally we have to win every game and just even have like a good looking season, not even try to make the playoffs, right? So the Giants are lined up for us to do that for on Thanksgiving Day. We do that. We do what we need to do. We move on. We see if we can get some wins together. That's where I'm at with them. So I'm trying to look at the Giants as literally just a punching bag that we should be taking out and destroying. You know, sorry. We shouldn't right. respect for them yeah. just because of professional players, and that's it. Let's go. That being said, Lonnie's ready to get on the field. Your, yeah. Yeah, Lonnie's about to get out there and take over a slot wide receiver, second wide receiver. What are you thinking? Lonnie's tall, so he could be he could be a number yeah. two or number one if he can beat out Josh Stockton. Uh, I don't think he can beat Josh Stockton. I go I go Lonnie. No, I would, I'd probably just do like a tight end position. Oh, that'd be good. We need yeah, tight ends. We need tight ends. Um, so, so Margallo, if we have to ask, what is your prediction on the score today, tomorrow? Well, first and foremost, uh, I'm not as confident as Lonnie. Sorry, sorry. This is part of my bit. Damn it. Damn it. All right. This is part of my bit. Here we go. I mean, not the echoes, but this is. Oh, okay. So what do you what do you feel? It didn't it didn't go. Hang on. Damn it. Oh. All right, well let's go to line where you were. Remember this point. I was trying to play Admiral Akbar saying it's a trap. 
damn it. Um, <laughs> that did not work out at all. Listen, if it's, it's a trap. I predicted this last week. I said that the the Giants game would be the one they would lose. I was completely wrong about the Saints game. Yeah. But how I think can playing the Giants ever be a trap when they're in your division? It's never a, a I, divisional I think it's game. A, I, I think game. it's a trap because they, they've been doing so bad this year that, of course, they're going to get a win on us. They'll get one win on us. That's not a trap. That's like a divisional game. Like if, if but to go, the Niners but to go trap, in, but to go in like we just need to take we, we're going to take care of this. I feel like uh, I just I just have this feeling like EI is going to run wild like Hulk Hogan or something. I don't know. I but, just think that anytime you play your division, you can't you you always are prepared. You have you know what you're doing against them. But That's, any, any hoot, as the king of inconsistent predictions, I predict. 49-0, Washington Redskins, Thanksgiving Day blowout. Take that, motherfuckers. Nice, I like that. Original I, completely went, I, I completely went against my own prediction. I, uh, I, did, I did not see that coming. I did not see that coming. 49-0. Lonnie, Lonnie what? what are you feeling? What, what's your prediction care. of the score? 33 I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what the score is. I just I, at this point right now, my with the prediction predicting things. I you know how I feel about that. Like I, I, I like predicting certain players who might do well or certain things like that. But we're at that point well, now, now in the, the season where we need to get this thing going. Who's the star of the game then? You want to predict that? Um, you mean besides Cousins? We can't yeah. really, we can, like. Well, you no, know, you can pick Cousins. You can just say Cousins falls out and. That does another three touchdown game. Whatever you, whatever you want to say. Whatever. I mean, what do you, whatever you do your heart line. Technically, Cousins would need. For, for my prediction, Cousins would need seven touchdowns. But. Right. Yeah. Exactly. For for him, it had to be like five touchdowns for me to be like hurt because he's the three touchdowns seems like a standard that you should get in every game. That's not really a ball out, but like I can see Dotson having a great game in this. Um, I I feel like a repeat of last week. You know, be a lot of Dotson and then. Uh, Sammy J. Prime or I, I would like to see Sammy J. have another consecutive great running game. Yeah, that, I just, that would build I, I just put him up in another, another one of my fantasy leagues too. So, yeah, I'm, I'm running a lot of Redskins in my Yahoo league. I got Dotson, Vernon wow. Davis, and Sammy J's. The homer uh, strategy. You know, I'm very familiar with that. I mean, also they're playing well, and you know, <laughs> it's consistent. I pick them up because those guys are consistent, and Dawson has to come around. Did a robot just cough? What happened? Probably. Over there. Um, uh. Well, just to wrap this up, because we got to show one today, I will, I will actually go 34 to 12. The Redskins really ball out, and uh, the Giants do, don't do jack and shit. They more or less just get field goals all day because they got nothing. Yeah. Um, um, and like you said, a lot of more Samaje and a lot more Doxon and uh, old man Vernon Davis. Ooh. Um, nice. All the three of them and Crowder, you know, all of them, just everything, everything decently clicks. I'll put it to you that yeah. way. Um, yeah. Well, uh, uh, just to wrap this up real quick, guys, uh, if you don't know, you're obviously not paying attention at all. And I don't know why would you listen if you're not going to pay attention. Guys, go on Facebook. Sign up for the Hellgate. Uh, Hellgate Part 2 uh, coming up here on December 10th where we, we play the Chargers. And we take over their goddamn stadium. And we run that business. 
And we sang Hail to the Redskins loud and proud, so we drowned out everybody else. Yeah, um, and then they, they can find out information um, on pretty much everything, you know, on, on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and uh, Twitter. We'll be posting information about that. And um, it's, it's, yeah, it's important that we get it's important that we get people to like sign up for this and get people out there. And uh, we, ha- we have to do more promotion on our, our end. And then if you uh, if you are going to this, make sure you're telling your friends who are Redskins fans to go to this. Tell your friends who are Chargers fans, man, if they want to stop by, too, they can pay for tickets. I don't care, man. It's like it's, it's a Redskins thing, but it's going to be food there. You know what I mean? And I really don't have any beef with the Chargers fans because why would we? Right. So, um, yeah, so <laughs> I, I just don't know why we would. We, we, have, we don't ever. There's no. This, I feel there. like this is the first time we've played him in years. Yeah, so it's like, what, you know, what's going on there? So, um, but yeah. Uh, well, guys, let me just throw this out there. If you're coming to it, donate and sign up early. We have to buy all the food and everything and all the shiznit in advance for the tailgate. So, the sooner you do it, the better. That's that's what we'd appreciate. We want to make sure we have every, enough for everybody who's going to be there. And then if we, you know, have to wait towards the end, it's just going to be people who aren't going to be happy. And then you're paying thirty dollars for a crappy hot dog and stuff up. And we could have gave you some uh, you know, ribs and, and some barbecue and some you know, chicken for twenty oh, yeah. bucks. I'm, just... I'm not planning on eating at all inside the stadium. No, me either, man. Yeah. yeah. I'm getting my fill. I'm definitely making sure I'm getting food this time. Like we're going to have to take a podcast break. And I'm going to step away and get some food and eat it legitimately instead of eating scraps like last time. You slipped, you slipped into a little walk in there for a second. You were like, chicken? That was fun. Yeah. Uh, okay. I don't really do a walk-in, so I'll, 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 keep, I'll perfect it, and I'll use chicken as yeah. the uh, keyword. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> work on that. Um, so that's the big thing. In the meantime, hail away with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, everything else. Um, Actually, hey, can real quick, and I, I, we want to give a shout out to our boy Danger. Um, yeah, yeah. I uh, wanted to. Uh, I'm not going to give away too information, detailed information, because that's not for me to do. But uh, um, yeah, Alex, uh, Red Formation Dangerous Crew. Um, he's, you've seen some of his great work on these T-shirts, uh, DC Dangerous Crew shirts. Um, you can check him out, RN Dangerous Crew on Instagram. Um, yeah, RN Dangerous Crew. And um, he's uh, dealing with some stuff with his family right now. And um, I want to just give a shout out and send some love and come hell away to him. Uh, and um, if he needs anything from us, he knows where we're at. And uh, yeah, at the holiday time right now, let's make sure we're all supporting our uh, Redskins family with everything that we need. And, and uh, yeah, special shout out. Love to him. Uh, appreciate him. Support right. his sites, his brand. And, uh, you know, we're, uh, we're a family. So let's do that. Take care of each other. Yep. Stronger, stronger together. So. All right. Well, uh, hopefully we'll be talking again here shortly and off of a Giants win. Looking forward to playing Dallas in another week and uh, making a run here, making one of those fun, fun, fun in the sun, historic runs. <laughs> it's, for it's, finish, it's, uh, it's the only way season. I want to get into the playoffs. That's the only way. It's I the only way we get into the playoffs. It's yeah, the we just do get into fucking six-game run just went out, dude. That's how, I'm how, how we get it, man. I, I would like to go 16 and 0. That's that's how I would like to get in the playoffs. At 16 and 0 would be nice. <laughs> One, once in my life before I die. Um, but that's just me. Maybe I'm weird. Maybe uh, I'm not all about you know. Actually, you know, weird. technically, we wouldn't be wanting a six-game run. We'd want a, a ten-game run. 
All right, ten game run it is. Let's win ten games. game run all the way to the all the way to the to the soup soup bowl, if you will. Well, you heard it here first. Redskins ten game run confirmed by Matt Margallo, Chief Margallo. It's been is that enough games? That I, is that enough games? Did I count enough? I don't know. Yeah, I, that's, that seems right. Make, make it 15 games. Let's make it 15 games. Let's win next year. I do. I don't know math. All right. A solid 15 games. I think that's the amount of rides. Yeah. I, I, I think that's right. I'll, 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 I'll let you guys know. It's weird either way. Yeah. All right. Excellent. All right. Well, until we talk again, happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Have happy a Thanksgiving. Wonderful- Try not to uh, hate your in-laws or whoever you have to hang out with uh, who doesn't appreciate the red team. Because we always just say, hail to the Redskins. Happy Thanksgiving. Uh, don't a hey, calm down on Black Friday, guys. Just calm down. <laughs> Just relax. Also, Black Friday. Pretty sure that's offensive. I'm offended every time I see Black Friday sales. So just calm down. Be nice on Black Friday. How about White Friday? When's that shit gonna start up? Will y'all give well, us stuff back. Anyway, line. That's not how economics work. Black Friday is when companies get into the black in their corporate books and make profit. That's why it's called Black Friday, not because of. Call it what you want to call it. I, I, I know what it looks like. How about out of the red Friday? Is that better? That seems like it's offending someone, too. All right. Well, I got nothing <laughs> for it. I'm going to start the music way before this. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>